Have you ever wondered what the difference is between all the different types of supplements out there? There's all sorts of different formulas of vitamins, minerals, and as I research more and more, different compounds of certain minerals or vitamins do different things. And of course, there's always the proprietary blends of every company of how many milligrams or grams of each thing they're putting into it to work synergistically, and sometimes we don't know how much of each one there's going in there. By no means am I an expert in this field, but I have been actively testing out all sorts of different supplements over the years with my doctor, of course, and trying to get the best usage and most optimization for my health. In this episode, I talk mostly about magnesium, digestive enzymes, and vitamin C, just because I've been focusing on those more. If you're interested in what I've discovered, stay tuned. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. Over the last couple of years, I've been really trying to hone in on actually counting my vitamins and minerals. I go on a lot of other podcasts and uh, talk about the importance of potassium, magnesium, calcium, potassium being one of the biggest ones that we're deficient in for most people in the U.S., but you never know. So one thing I always tell people is, just like you're counting your macros, your carbs, your proteins, your fats, try to do for a week counting your vitamins and minerals. And website to help with that is called eatthismuch.com, where you can type in any type of food product in its raw form or cooked form, and the minerals and vitamins change. If you want to, you can make like a little grid, Google the RDAs or use your medical care professional to help you find what's good for you, and then just kind of see a snapshot of where you are on there. So that's how I started, and of course, I was deficient in uh, potassium. I was having too much sodium, just like you think everyone here in the United States has a problem with, and I have fixed that. I've learned that there's different forms of vitamins and minerals, and it's just endless. With certain vitamins and minerals, there's raw organic forms, which are highly bioavailable. Other forms that are not, they're about anywhere from 15 to 30% bioavailable, meaning the ability for your body to uptake what you put in any given time. And then there's some forms out there that are chelated. They're a little bit more expensive, and those have a higher uptake, anywhere from 50 to 75%. Don't quote me on that. That's just kind of the research I've been doing on certain things. But one of the most recent things I started looking at was just all the Benefits of magnesium also helping with your blood pressure, just like sodium and potassium. And even though I wasn't too deficient in magnesium, I started learning, you know, what all the different types of magnesium do. And I started looking at some of the supplements I currently have and wondering, should I be taking the others? So just to kind of go through some of them, there's magnesium chelate, magnesium citrate, which I think is the one that most products use, magnesium bisclinate. Magnesium malate, magnesium sucrosamyl, magnesium torate, and magnesium orotate. And I'm sure there's a few others I'm missing. Those are just uh, some of the ones that are kind of popular. Some of them have a more importance for muscle building and recovery. Some are for metabolic health. Some are for digestive tracts and organs. Some have better cognitive benefits. Some actually help with some certain autoimmune diseases. It's just endless. What is cool is I've recently found a company, it's called BioOptimizers, that their whole theory is take a little bit of everything. And I'm looking at their product and it does have a variety of things in there. When I look at my supplements, I only have one or two and it's mixed with some vitamin D and, and other things. So 
one thing is if I'm going to make this switch, I have to know that, okay, now I'm missing vitamin D. I'm going to have to go find a vitamin D supplement. So it's just, it's just endless trying to build this chemistry set for yourself of whatever you're deficient in. So just take note, you can't just switch supplements and think, okay, I'm on a magnesium supplement. No, you just now threw away two other things that were in your other bottle. But I do kind of like that approach of having a little bit of everything. And from the same company, their other product is called Masszymes. And I've been real big into digestive enzymes, helping with breaking protein for eating a normal meal, especially like big steaks and stuff like that. Normally when I have like kind of like eggs or even protein shakes, Eggs are pretty easily digestible, I think. And for protein shakes, they always add certain digestive enzymes in with it. And it's so processed down anyways, it's got to be highly bioavailable. So then on digestive enzymes, I kind of focus like on going to stores like Sprouts or Whole Foods to find these and picking one that has a high amount of protease, which is a digestive enzyme that more focuses on uh, protein. Then, of course, there's certain digestive enzymes that go after fat and carbohydrates and so on. And I think there's over like 15 bio-optimizers has one that has a good amount of all of them. So it's kind of the theory of attacking everything. One thing that got me when I heard this uh, gentleman on another podcast who worked for the company talking about it was they can't put it on the bottle, but certain things they were doing in the research was showing that was helping break down alcohol faster. So not just protein and carbs and fats, And we all know when alcohol comes into the body, everything gets stalled as far as metabolism until you burn off that alcohol. Everything else you put in your body turns to fat immediately. So helping that process speed up a little bit to get you back on track of using what you put in your body was kind of beneficial, at least to me. And since using it, I do see a difference on weekends when that's when I'm kind of having more of my fun and coming Monday morning and being a little bit better off than normally when I wouldn't be taking this stuff. So Take it for what it's worth on that. And I will put uh, all this in the show links too if anyone's interested. Then brings me to uh, vitamin C. From what I have done research, I don't see too many versions of vitamin C. It's some form of a ascorbic acid. Citrate is just from derived from fruit, but it's more for that flavor. It's not really for the vitamin C. So it's that ascorbic acid. And then there's this other product called Ester C, which is synthetically made, but I guess it's way more bioavailable. And there's From what I can tell, there's not supposed to be too much difference between the two, but it's supposed to help your immune system response. I've done episodes on taking vitamin C to a certain amount and just seeing my allergies just get knocked out. I grew up my whole life with just environmental allergies, animal allergies, and it's just a daily routine trying to calm down my histamines. And ever since I started taking vitamin C, the ascorbic acid version, I've just been free from everything. Every now and then over here on the West Coast, some Santa Ana winds come in and just blow something in the air that even the vitamin C I was on can't help. And I do notice if I take a day off or two days off, boom, they all allergies all come back. And it takes me two to three days of building back up my vitamin C supplement to get back on the wagon of being scot-free. So one of the things I did recently was I switched to that ester seed to get that higher bioavailability. And what I noticed was all my allergies came back. And I even kind of upped the dosage a little bit more, even though it's supposed to have a higher bioavailability. And every day, it's now been seven days of just being wrecked. We're in the process of moving too, so I'm kicking up a little bit of dust in the air. But anytime I go outside on a walk and I'm going more near like flowers and trees that used to get me and now they're getting me again. And so I'm pretty much convinced now that me switching from from the ascorbic acid to the ester C, that ascorbic acid is what 
was really giving me the benefit for allergies specifically. Since taking Ester-C, I haven't seen any type of results that I can see. Maybe it's in my blood work, but I'm kind of still under the theory of maybe there is benefits to it. I'll check with my doctor. And uh, my kind of plan right now is, you know, go back to ascorbic acid and maybe still cycle in some of that Ester-C every now and then. I'll see what he says. Don't take my word for it. Always go talk to your own medical professional. I just wanted to kind of tell you my story. And one of my other products I stopped taking was this uh, supplement called Juvenon, and it had nitric oxide with the precursors of L-citrulline and some other compounds that help build nitric oxide into your body. But it also had beetroot extract, which has been known to help with blood pressure, black pepper, which helps with killing the bad bacteria in your gut, and also glutathione, a real powerful antioxidant. And so now switching from that product to another nitric oxide product that I thought was better, I'm now lacking in the glutathione, the beetroot extract, and also turmeric it had. So it's just, it's kind of like you're your own chemist, you're a low-level biohacking your own body. I'm doing this through a doctor and I advise you to, you know, keep your medical professional advice of what you're doing. The supplement industry, that's just, nothing's FDA banned that makes it through, but it's not FDA approved ever. No one in that supplement industry is ever going to make enough money to do all these long-term tests to make the FDA happy. So everyone's kind of left with what makes it through. You're kind of on your own. I can never advise anyone to take certain things. I can just tell you my story. So I thought that'd be a cool episode. Just some of the things I've been trying and some of the things I've been noticing, especially with that Esther C. So as always, I do a 15 minute free Zoom consultation. You can check it out in the show notes. I'd just like to thank you all for uh, listening and I'll just keep pumping up whatever things I find in the health and fitness world and just keep bringing on these great guests. And I'll check you out on the next one. If you'd like a little bit of help of checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help you, point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Hey, everyone. I would just like to thank each and every one of you for supporting my show. My numbers over the years have just been growing and growing on this podcast. One thing that could really help me and something you could do as a listener would to be going to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Any other podcast service like Spotify and Podchaser is also great, but iTunes is really where the magic happens for us being podcasters. Thanks again, and I'll catch you on the next episode.